All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Romancing Our Stones, the male survival guide to pop culture and media your girl will drag you to. Uh, today, we're, we are uh, reviewing The Bachelor Presents Julia and other contestants. And, and Jamie. And Jamie. That's true. Julia and Jamie. Oh, plus there's other people that can actually sing. So the, oh yeah, we'll get we will ignore them uh, to <laughs> wait, watch we, them cry in the corner. This is a special occasion. We are recording same day as the show has been aired. We actually watched together. I don't know if we've done that yet. Well, yeah, we, we always, always joke and say we will hold hands and do that, but um, totally joking. You know this quarantine rule where you don't have to wear pants makes it very nice to watch the show with you. Anyway, I'm Matt. I'm Alex, and welcome to Romancing Our Stones. Uh, Today, what are we drinking, Alex? We've got a, from our friends at New Belgium, y'all should be able to reach these guys and grab a can of theirs or a bottle of theirs, no matter where you're from in the country. I think they got their distribution down. New Belgium, and we're on Mountain Time today. So, Mm. we are drinking New Belgium's Mountain Time, 4.4 ABV, nothing too heavy here, but it is their premium lager brand. And that sounds good, so let's open Let's crack them up. There we go. Since we're socially distancing at an appropriate distance, air cheers. Air cheers. We got rid of the double clink. The double, I know. We got to bring it back. We got to bring that back. This tastes like a beer. It's very strange. For a lager, it's actually very flavorful. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Go flip up to Fort Collins and try it out. Heck yeah. So... We're just what? like, I think we found out today that we're all shared in a small way. He wakes up, drinks wine for breakfast, and eats like, his fruit. R- like red wine, right? <laughs> he goes straight for the Merlot. <laughs> yeah. And we're not hitting, trying to hit Merlot the belt here, uh, Sheridan, because we actually respect you from what happened I love today. that guy. Poor guy. Um, we'll get there. But Chris Harrison comes in and draws out what the hell he's doing there for a good 15 minutes. I feel like if he was a waiter at a restaurant that I was at to and he was going through the specials, I would probably <laughs> die of hunger by the time he ends. Not only that, but he'd say, but there's a twist. <laughs> he'd be like, that shrimp <laughs> is be- actually seared with almond butter. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. He'll walk up there and be like, hello, I'm Chris Harrison. I'll be your server today. Today's specials will be the best thing that you've ever had in your entire life. And you think you know what it may be, but you'll have no idea. I myself am not sure what it's going to be. But then when he serves it, he switches the plates around. <laughs> I know you ordered couscous with your salmon, but boom, here's wild rice. <laughs> so how you are left to figure out how you'll make it through. So he comes up to them and says, hey, we're, uh, we're going to switch this up because we want more drama with Julia and Brandon and Sheridan oh, yeah. and Savannah. So... We're going to randomly pick, I don't know, three people. One people that's already been on a date we know it won't work. The other one's the most confident people in the house with their partners. And then we'll get Julian with Brandon randomly because she's never mentioned that she wants that. It reminds um, me of The Office when Michael Scott picks out like some people for like the, the health initiative. And he's like, oh, I just randomly get on the uh, Phyllis. And, uh. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> or Dwight. Dwight does that. Dwight yeah. does that. It totally reminds me of that. It's like, randomly, we're just going to pick three date cards and we're going to mix people up. It just happens to be Savannah and Brandon and Julia and Sheridan. Or Sheridan's left on, on the out. Yeah. Savannah's left on the out. And they're like, they're like, oh, Chris and Rudy, we're sending you somewhere tropical and amazing for uh, your date. You are going to the backyard. The backyard. And uh, a brief rock climb. Jamie... <laughs> Jamie and Ryan, you know, we wanted to change it up and you're going to the front yard and uh, Brandon 
And Julia, you're going to be with a very temperature confused man in a, at the Roxy, and you're going to write your own song. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that sounds about who wears even. shades indoors. <laughs> who wears a beanie, a hooded sweatshirt, and rose colored glasses? <laughs> Literally rose colored glasses. So well, I don't know what's going on with him, but, but he's uh, going to help them produce their song that they get to create there on the spot and perform. It's like that's a legit date for this show. Yeah, they're the only ones that gets it. Really odd. I don't know. The backyard date with a pair of binoculars was pretty sexy. Nothing like stupid snooping on a, a mat while he's working out. Oh gosh, that I'm sure guy's... Chris was all about that. Uh, you hear <laughs> you hear curls for the girls, but it's really buys for the guys. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. tries for the guys. The guys get everything. Curls do the biceps, don't? Anyways, but why are we seeing Jamie and Ryan go on a date again? I I honestly like, and I know we kind of gave each other the audible eye roll here, but it was. That girl, they they just cannot help themselves on this show. They give her everything. She's been on what four dates now? Yeah. Ryan one, Ryan phase one, Trevor, then Trevor, then they went on their one to the produ- production studio, right? Or no, no, that was that was the, her date with Ryan. Ryan. Shoot, but yeah, but it's like, we don't care about her. I we saw it again. I'm like, yeah. We're, was we're, the audible eye roll when I said, "What the fuck is going on? Why does she have another red date?" Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. I was confused by that too. I can't, I can't help with some... Has everybody been on a date at this point then? No. See, I'd be pissed if I was like... Oh, Rudy and Matt have not... Matt's been on a date, but Rudy hasn't. That's true. Well, I guess she has now. Um, <laughs> Chris. Behind the polo field. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then Sheridan's been on a date with Brandon, I guess. Um, I don't know. I guess that's it. All I know is that we are sick and tired of seeing Jamie get a... Be, her name be on a card. And the poor girl tripped and fell face first into a blush pad. You know, before yeah. her date. I mean, honestly, like in The Simpsons when they created the the, the makeup shotgun, and he accidentally <laughs> had it set to whore. That's what it looked like. You know, with her makeup job. And no, 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 she's such a sweet girl. She's just she, a girl. She fell through a two story Mac store. <laughs> <laughs> she feels pretty good. Um, she walked out like that. Gosh, and then Julia feigning her non excitement to go on a date with Brandon. She's like, I mean, I guess I'll do it. Like, yeah. I, I guess I'll go on this date with him. I'm so committed to you. I feel so connected after last yeah, night. The way, yeah. The, it was just for closure. Yeah. At the same time, she's like, but I'm excited. I'm like, wait. Wh- okay. She's she's not a good person. Uh, we'll get there. But um, I also thought it was funny, too, how, like, they had Trevor and Matt shirtless. And then Natasha said, forget social distancing. I'm going to lay right between you. And all the girls were so mad. Like, she's trying to move in on our men. Well, she was just like, menage a trois. And they show both the guys like, what? <laughs> like, I know you're joking, but uh, <laughs> let me tell them feel the water on this one. Um, gosh. So, you know, I, I Julie was bad news with two. When she was walking out, she didn't make eye contact with Sheridan. She just kept her hey, eyes yep. straight. All the other people were like, hey, like, sorry, I'm doing this. And, hey, yep. Like, I'll be back and no big deal. Well, yeah. Well, and, the, and I was, even for Jamie's side, I was very pleased to see that all of the other dates were very much normal. Yeah. Hangouts. Yeah. They're like collegial, right? Or they were just like, they're just like, I like, so tell me about your relationship with him or her. And like, and they geek out about each other's couples and that's like their hangout. Yeah. It wasn't a date. It was a hangout. Yeah, and gosh. which you know the producers could give two shits about. Oh, seriously, <laughs> they're like, we're just saving the money, the money date for for sure, or uh, for J- uh, Julia and Brandon. Well, I was kind of laughing too that you know, like 
uh, Matt was about to get bitched out by Rudy when Chris walked up. He's like, have fun. He just stands yes. up and walks away. Matt got a get out of jail free card because yeah. Rudy was about to be like all up in his business. Yeah. So, and Chris goes, all right, ready to go. <laughs> He's like, thank you, take her, bye. I wonder if there's like, because you know that place is big enough. I wonder if he had like 20 yards of walking up and kind of kind of read the body language. He goes, I better take take care of Matt here for, you know, do, pull one for the homies and just get him out of a jam. That makes Chris Captain America for diving on that grenade <laughs> right? for him. Seriously. Oh, so um, I guess there's not hmm. really much to talk about in the beginning because except for Brandon. Well, the, the dates were nothing dates. And then there's the thing with Brandon and... Yeah, that was our only real date. Uh, you know, Brandon Brandon plays a weird line. I love when he gets an I idea can't. for a song and he just shoves Julia. Like when he finds it out, he's like, I got it. <laughs> shoves her on the couch. <laughs> she lands up and laughs. And then, you know. Well, she does accuse him of, you know, taking over the show. So. Yeah, he's a one-man band. That's proof right there. He just shoved her out of the way. It's, it's the Brandon show, apparently. Uh, so they go and meet with this guy who's apparently worked with Swizzle, um, T. Swizzle. Yeah. And uh, so they were all fired up. They were a hoodie a song. and a beanie, rose-colored sunglasses, like Ray-Bans. And a guitar he never played. And a guitar just he just on held his, in his hand. Sitting on his lap. I'm sure there's stuff that we didn't see, but... And um, he had like a very unique Southern accent that I couldn't really place. Maybe like Louisiana or something, but... Yeah. Yeah, he was... And then he was like, he was there for two scenes, and then he was he's gone. He peaced out. And it's like... Then they sing a song together they wrote called uh, Claire. It's like Clarity, but they called it like Humility. Yeah. Indignity. Oh, yeah. What was it called? It was Clarity and yeah. Bist Bisquick and Margarine. <laughs> I don't know. I it was it was bizarre. Poor Sheridan was just sitting back at the house. He put on a really tropical T-shirt. He looked like a Jedi with a tattoo of attachment uh, <laughs> on vacation. Um, and that the yellow shirt made him look like a normal version of Weird Al Yankovic, just regular Al Yankovic. I think you nailed it. Like you were like, he's a normal version of Weird Al Yankovic. He is just <laughs> Alfred Yankovic. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not, I, you made my joke better. I think so. Um, I added the Alfred part. Yeah, that's that's all good. Fair, um, and a lot of people, and then you know. Julia just gets mesmerized by Brandon. His magnificent voice, apparently, <laughs> um, which is mediocre at best. Yeah, and she said, I'm, "I fell for Brandon." But think of how many people died or fell for Brandon on the battlefield from his sniper rifle on the end of his barrel. Right? It's very, uh, it's very common for um, people to fall for Brandon. Uh, so just play your cards right, Alex. I know that he's a listener to the, the show. Just be behind him. <laughs> Gosh, he looks like. An anorexic Dennis Menace. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's what I see when I look at him. Um, I come with all these. And then I think Sheridan, too, besides regular Alfred Yankovic, he looks like <laughs> the love child between Jafar, Scar, and Captain Hook. All together. You throw in a lion in there because like, of his hair? <laughs> but Captain Hook has long hair, too. I know, but he has a scar. He has scar eyes and Jafar a Jafar beard. Yeah. 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 I can see it. I've been watching way too much Disney Plus lately. <laughs> oh, you know, but speaking of which, you know, I was like, he actually reminds me of Jeffrey Rush in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Like, there you go. Okay. Um, so let's see what's going on. Um, oh, also, um, uh, what, what else happens in the episode? Um, somebody asks for uh, more guys to date Claire 
for the oh. bachelor yeah or bachelorette oh like five times we saw the ad Alex. we're still looking for bachelors to date our bachelorette claire i didn't i didn't i didn't tell you this but this is actually a really important episode in our history you know why why it's our first one with an actual sponsor so i'm gonna play their uh tv <laughs> spot right now who's our sponsor we're still looking for guys to date our bachelorette claire crowley go to thebachelor.com thanks abc for sponsoring this show yeah, guys, ah, what's wrong? You're a real one, ABC. <laughs> if you didn't catch that the six times they showed the commercial during the show. And to all of our men listening on our podcast. They're still they're looking still for looking. someone to date Claire Crowley. Please, for the love of God. She's a catch. <laughs> you may know her from Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor, Winter Games, The Bachelor, starring Juan Pablo. Juan Pablo and, thought she was okay. And the quarter season of The Bachelorette, starring Claire Crowley. <laughs> I think that do you think that they didn't cancel because of COVID they just canceled because oh we're not going there because they're a sponsor of the show (laughs) we need men to date our date our new bachelor at least not this podcast let's cut them off after this one (laughs) then Um, we we can jib and jab about it yes sir um (laughs) so anyways I digress thank you for uh, listening to our advertisement yeah so Julia and Brandon come back and they both it seems like they made a pack that only Julia took serious um, to ditch their uh, (laughs) she rips the bandaid off I'll give her that much she She rips right in I shouldn't say rips the bandaid off she peels it off much faster than Brandon does it was one of those things where she tried to convince Sheridan that it's in best both their both best interests and he just wouldn't have it he's like he went, she would like say half sentences. She's like, I just feel like, you know. She was trying to let Sheridan connect the dots and put words in her mouth. And, and he was giving it to her. And he was like, what? What are you upset about? What is tough for you? I enjoyed that. He, he, didn't, yep. he, didn't, let, he didn't finish her sentence for her. And he held her feet to the fire. She's like, you're being mean. And he's, and he's like, what? <laughs> you're dumping me. Yeah. Like, uh, which, which, I mean, and you, you, were, you were on the, the gram there on the, on the tweet machine. Uh, when it happened, and what what was uh what did Chris Harrison say? Which I like, Chris Harrison just gained like eighteen thousand more points in my book. I if love someone guy. calls you mean while they break up with you, listen to your feet and run. Spot on. As so Spot true. On. I mean, Sheridan took it like a man. He and then and he didn't a, let her out of it. He didn't let her the weasel out of it. He no. wanted. He's like because again, he really cares about her. If it's gonna be done, he needs to hear her say that. He's like, if I'm, if this is done, I need to hear you say that to me. And that's when she goes, why are you being so mean about this? And he goes like, what do you expect me to do here? Like, like you said, you're breaking up with me. And she says, I can't do this anymore. He's like, okay, good luck with Brandon. He pops up. She's like, really? That's what you're going to do? I don't know what she wanted in that situation. Like her to be like, no, don't, don't leave. You're the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> I, well, hopefully, hopefully Brene Brown is, is listening to our podcast too. Cause I'm reading one of her books. Dare, daring greatly. I don't know if you've heard about that book. I have not. No. She talks about how, how guys tend to, uh, deal with things in two different ways. Either get upset and get angry about something or they just like, they peace out, they check out. Yeah. And that was like, that was like textbook. He's like, like, and I don't blame him. I would have done the same thing. Like there's no point in him wasting any more of his time. It's not he's he has done so much to try and convince her. Yeah. The like, only thing the only thing that made me sad for him, and you know, he made the wrong mistake over and over and over again. But I didn't like when he got in the car. He judged himself based on how Julia felt about him. It's like everyone was so sad to see you go. Everybody was devastated. And they tried to convince you to stay. 
that demonstrates your worth as a human being. Not, yeah. not the, not the mind of a stupid girl and not the mind of a stupid boy. Mm-hmm. Girls that are listening. I mean, both those two group people that went home, people were genuinely upset yep. that they left. Yep. And I think that's a true value of who you are. And then Brandon goes over to Savannah and he's like, you seem like you're 95% in this, but 5% of you doesn't know. Well, he does the same thing that Julie was doing. He tries to flip it and make it be like, well, I'm I'm feeling this way because of you. Do you know what? Which I'm like, you're you're playing both sides of the railroad tracks right now, dude. Like, pick a side. And that, that's all Savannah was asking him to do. Like, yeah. she's like, I'm not going to play second favorite. Pick. And I love how he gives 95% as a, that's like a huge that number. <laughs> that's a huge number. Considering like, they've been dating for 36 hours. <laughs> yeah, 5% Pretty doubt solid. is, 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 you know, a decent number, but he's saying like, you, <laughs> I've been married for a few years. I got 15% doubt. Yeah. I feel like you're 95% <laughs> chance. Good thing she doesn't listen. Um, that's 5% of my doubt. <laughs> but he's like putting it back in her place when he was just sucking face with another person. Yeah, on, on a like, date like two hours earlier. Do you not realize that that's not right? I don't like, know. And I, I know it's the show. It's supposedly okay. But I'm sorry. You do that to another person that you supposedly care about. Like I, you just don't do that. But I think that Brandon acts as if he's a prize. You know? Yeah. And you know, everyone says like you should have a sense of self-confidence and things like that. But you don't belittle or discredit someone because you think they need to earn you or... Like you are whoever gets you wins. I mean, that's the wrong way of going about this. And well, he's condescending to her and rude. I I feel like. I mean, I didn't realize he calls every girl that he feels any emotions for sweetie all the time. But when he first said that to Savannah, I'm like, if I were her, I'd be peace now. He's like, well, like, cause yeah, he says something pretty bold and he ends it with sweetie. I'm like, if I were a self-respecting girl, I'd be like standing up and be like peace. And yeah, like, and she but, did that. Well, she did, but but yeah, it was after that moment. But I was like, I was like. Did he just say that to her and then end it with sweetie? But but he, that was his pet name for her. So I'm like, all right, I get it. He's weird because he's a, he's in he never shies away from confrontation, but he's very but he belittles. He's it. very artful in bridging and shifting to mm-hmm. you know whatever it may be. Uh, you know, did you have fun he with never does Julia? I never really connected with her, but yeah, but I still have feelings with her for her, and it's like okay, well, that's weird. He he blends like sins of commission and sins of omission together, right? Like got into this, got into Julia, made out with her, basically cheating on Savannah, talks to Savannah about it, and then basically tells half truths the whole way to where Savannah's just getting more confused, more more upset about it, more, yeah. more just yeah angry about it, and at the same time, then then that's when he finally just decides like he's gonna put it on her, make it about her doubt in him. And then when she finally just says like, no, I'm done. I'm done. Like, I'm not, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to grovel and I'm not going to tell you what you need to do. I you, you need to treat me like I'm not a second silver medal. Yeah. And good for her. I'm I, like, that was, that might've been one of the best exits out of any bachelor show I've seen. That was like, not, not necessarily from a dramatic standpoint, but just like a self-respect standpoint. Honestly, her and Sheridan. Honestly, sure. I mean, I like Sheridan's, but like Sheridan could have been just that way too. And be like, I'm done with this. Like, I hate, like, like you've been stringing me along since the very beginning. Yeah. And you've been benefiting from all of this while you've been dragging me along this whole ride. I'm done. Like, that's honestly what he should have said. Yeah. It's right. like, I am done being your, again, your second favorite. Like, that, that is not what I'm here for. So, Brandon comes in and he pretends like he picked Julia. Yeah. 
which I thought was weird. That rubbed me the wrong way big time. And Savannah was in the back of the car, and she's like, I want a love that keeps you up at night. <laughs> no, you don't. You want a love that helps, allows helps you to sleep. Helps you sleep at night. Allows you to sleep and sleep in. Uh, Basically, Brandon is the kind of love that that keeps you up at night. Exactly. You do not want a love that keeps you up at night. That is a form of brainwashing and is not good. And she also said, I hope this isn't the end for me. Yeah, me too. Because, you know, I know you want a star is born love. So, again, don't put your jersey in the rafters, as I like to say every show. Um, (laughs) This is a slight bump in Savannah's road. Um so can I just say one thing? What's that? When they were on their date and they had that whole montage of Sh- Sheridan singing his song on the piano and it was all like, and they just kept hitting it. his like chorus of like coming home. I was just, or coming back, coming back. I had this funny thought about it. I was like, I have to throw this into the podcast. And I was just like, little did they know that producers actually recorded him for seven hours during their whole date. <laughs> just singing, coming back on the piano. Oh, oh, I thought it was pretty funny. Ouch. <laughs> So they come back in and they give each other all their songs. Um, I didn't like the song choice really this week. Um, there are a couple good ones. I'd say two out of the four, right? But well, there's good performances, but I didn't really know the songs. You know, I could imagine he comes in and he's like, "All right, Alex, your song is Thong Song by Cisco." Oh my gosh, the song connects with me so much <laughs> because I've got dumbs like a truck, truck, truck. And thighs I like want, what? I want my relationship to be like a thong. <laughs> All night long. Really hard to see, but holds everything together. <laughs> I want to get to know you like a thong underwear. <laughs> I want to be dysfunctional. <laughs> and only for sex appeal. <laughs> That's my relationship. Mm. Gosh. Dump That's like a truck. <laughs> that Cisco is a wordsmith. I don't know why they choose other songs besides... Modern day Shakespeare, that Cisco. They really need to start throwing in dumb songs. Like... <laughs> You need to re-sing uh, the birthday song. The bir- <laughs> <laughs> Baby Beluga. Baby Beluga. <laughs> Together. Harmonizing. Baby Shark. Um, <laughs> Baby Shark. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Um, or give them, give them a song with no vocals and see what they do. <laughs> You're singing the theme to Star Wars. <laughs> Your song is tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's Aca- like, acapella. Jamie's like, I'm really bad with words. I won't be able to figure this one out. Dun 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 dun. dun, 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 dun. Tequila. Tequila. <laughs> oh man. So, um. So yes. Yeah, so anyways, they get their songs. Can I ask you a real question? Yeah, I'll give you a real answer. Okay. <laughs> I can always count on you for that. <laughs> does Brandon know the length of his pant, or does he? Does he subtract five inches, or does I he think, not know? I think. Since he got out of the military, he's just a, an incredible growth spurt and hasn't had time to buy pants yet. Because his... <laughs> Since he's been like 13. Capris? His, like, his, his Banana Republic Capris? Were, they're not... They're skinny pants. I mean, they're not Capri-E, but, but they come like, up to the like Capri height. Mid, yeah, they're like not mid-ankle, mid-calf. They're like mid-calf. He needs a boot with a folded built, like a folded top to go with those that shoes. That would fit that. Maybe like a steel toe and a slight heel. Slay queen. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I just I, I can't take that guy seriously. <laughs> yeah, well, um, that's th- yeah. I struggle with that because I'm like, I mean, we already had our qualms about him, anyways. But then you see that and you go, eh, I'm done. At what point do you just wear shorts? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're creeping up your let your calf here. Like, at what point do you just commit to shorts? <laughs> In the words of the great Mark Cuban. And with that, I'm out. <laughs> um. So all right. <laughs> so they get their songs. 
Um, they're preparing for it. Um, you know, I, what needs to really be said here? I Other than that, when they get to the arena, is there anything that we miss? Yeah, so Natasha asks Brandon in front of Julia. She literally tells Julia to oh, earmuffs yes. it. The meaty part of the episode. Yeah, I'm so meaty. Um, they uh, they said she said earmuffs, <laughs> and she said, "Would you still be with Savannah if she said she'd stay with you?" And he just nods yes. And like, and and if someone told you earmuffs, would you actually cover your ears? No. I know that's against the rules to actually listen. But she has long hair. She can hide the fact that she's not actually doing that. Uh, However, his answer was completely silent. He wasn't going to risk saying yes. But why would you shake your head? Well, and, why would and, he even say and yes? There wasn't a hesitation, for one. And that was a, and I will use this word explicitly, definitive head nod. Oh, it wasn't like a, yeah, like leaning. Yeah. No, it was like... A, he was shaking his head like he was a kid and his dad asked him if he wanted ice cream. You said definitively, definitively. Definitively. Yeah. I would agree with that. So then they get to the um, the arena, which is starting to and freak backstage. Jamie out. And they're backstage getting yeah. ready for their performances. Cue, cue Jamie starting to panic about the one thing she's going to have to do when she's a professional performer. Like, performing in front of people. <laughs> can't. Power squat. She hit the power squat mid did On stage. But yeah, that be, uh, what if her bowels just gave out in a power squat? What, what would she do? <laughs> you got to think about these things before you pop down real quick. Maybe she'd be on tempo. <laughs> Maybe it's slowing her down. Yeah. You drop some shit. Real it's like shit. food baby. <laughs> um, Natasha tells Julia about the conversation because why the hell not? Um, you know, Ju- I, Julia doesn't deserve any goodwill, in my opinion. If you're going to drop any bombs, drop it then, right? Yeah. Um, no, I, and I, yeah, I don't think she deserves any goodwill. I'm actually surprised that the house was as accommodating to her after that move too. Yeah, they seem like they're all buddy buddy. I'm like, dude, she like, you guys all love Sheridan. She freaking dumped him. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Anyways, regardless, yeah. So that's so then talk- she goes and confronts you know Brandon, and Brandon's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did that, but no, I wasn't definitively. I didn't hesitate, but it wasn't definitively because Natasha says he definitively said. If if you look up, he's like, if you look up definitively in the uh, in the dictionary, it would say um, not a head in not. a definitive manner. Because you know what, I hate when the dictionary just says the word in the definition. <laughs> it's like acting in a definitive manner. <laughs> okay, well, I don't oh. know. <laughs> All right, that makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, what color is blue? Well, it's of a bluish hue. Like, okay, cool. Like, doesn't help me. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he he yeah, so he says that he goes, oh, I wouldn't say definitive. I'm like. The nice part is that we're going to be able to roll the tape at the end of the season and they're going to see him be like, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, it, it, maybe he got, maybe one of his little, little uh, you know, workarounds was like, well, definitively is actually, you know, if I said something, you know, I didn't say anything. I didn't say, no, I didn't say yes. Because technically he didn't say yes. That's, that's right. He gestured for damn sure, but yeah, I just. It's an old war tick. Yeah. <laughs> It's an old war tick. Yeah, it's not. It's not. His a PTSD yes. kicked in. <laughs> Speaking of having a seizure, uh, Tony Braxton was there, <laughs> <laughs> and she had a, like a seizure in the first performance of Matt and Rudy. Also, yeah. Andy Grammer, and then Rachel and her husband. I don't know her husband's name. I forget his name. Ben. I don't know. I don't know either. He didn't say very much. He, didn't, he said nothing. He had the <laughs> microphone there that just sucked up battery. He also had an earpiece and like, still couldn't feed him lines to say. Um, <laughs> Who knows? Maybe his producer's like, don't say anything, dude. 
they're not watching for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Matt and Rudy did really well. Last week, Matt took a backseat to Rudy, and I thought Matt kind of sang a little bit more. Yeah. He's talented. Mm-hmm. Tony said she needs he needs to finger his guitar like he would finger her. <laughs> I'm sorry, play his guitar play. like he would play her, yeah. um, which I thought was a very interesting way of putting it. That's um, Tony. Next, after Rudy and Matt, was Trevor and Jamie. Yes, um, which was a performance for the ages because you could definitely see that she was nervous. She made zero eye contact with anybody outside of Trevor. So she's used to she singing in her them. shower. Do you think that's how she looks at her Lutha, or is Trevor special? I, I would I would argue that she's even afraid to sing in front of her loofah. <laughs> she doesn't call it Lou for that matter because it turns it into a person. Um, and at Don't the end, they just show, at the end of the sh- at the end of the performance, they lay show Tony, and Tony's just kind of looking like, I think Tony's all of us in that situation. Like, why are you here? Yeah, I hate how oh, even Matt at the end of it when they're like, yeah, I'm wondering who's going home. And like Matt was like, yeah, Jamie didn't do that great. <laughs> It's true. I mean, Chris and Brady I mean, great per use. Yeah. Drop an L bomb. Uh, yeah. Then, then came Julia and Brandon. And instead of we belong together, they belong in a limo home because they were bad. Yeah. And uh, I think they got the worst uh, compliment comment, <laughs> comment you could get give it, uh, a performer is that it was very karaoke. And, uh, you know... What did they say? He was trying to make up with you on stage. There was tension. He did something wrong. You were stiff. And then she's like, I don't know why Brandon performed like that. Yeah. Julia doesn't disappoint in confirming all of our concerns about her in the first place when she's on her way out, throwing him completely under the bus. I'm like, you realize that you are a duo, right? You're like, you realize that. And here's the thing that I know production cuts out. The, you know that they had rehearsals with the band behind them. They had plenty of time to block out how they were going to perform. He just wasn't good. Well, he's just not good. He's she's great. Good. She was great. She's great. But, she's got a great voice. But at the same time, she's like Natasha's fault, his fault. Mm-hmm. I should have listened to Sheridan. Everybody else's fault. <laughs> yep. And nobody's wrong but me. Or, sorry, other way around. Everybody's wrong but me. <laughs> um, And then Ryan and Natasha... I don't believe they like each other at all. They're just kind of like two talented people that will kiss. That can go very far. Yes, that can just like, so long as we kiss each other a few times, we can win this thing. We've got to act enough and we can make it. And they're both really talented. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not sad that they're still here. I'm actually happy. I'd be totally down if they won. I'd be totally down... If Chris and Bree won, I would be totally down if Matt and Rudy won. What so about I'm, Trevor and Jamie? I think, I've already told you this, my conspiracy theory is that this show is rigged to have them win. In my opinion, and I'll, in my opinion like an overcoming they were the, the worst. Thing? In my opinion, they were still the worst. If you were to close your eyes, they were the worst. Yeah, they now, were again, bad. again, Brandon doesn't help their situation at all. No. Just didn't. No. But I they think also she got the hardest well song. enough to carry. They also got the hardest song to they sing. They did. They did. They were kind of set for failure with yeah. with uh, Pat, Pat Benatar. Benatar. Like, come on. You give somebody an 80s song to sing? We will all... Yeah. Remind me of Talladega Nights. 
Um, so they end up going home and uh, well, before they go home, I like how Julia confronted Natasha and Natasha said, we all worked really hard. It's not about you. Yep. That was like a perfect, yep. you know, like, let me squash this real quick. Yep. And, well, and, and she, and she says like, and, and to be fair, you know, she maintained that the whole way through, even when they were interviewing her behind the scenes, she was like, I don't think any woman should have to go on not knowing something like that. Yeah. Like, and, and to be fair, she didn't, she didn't apologize for it. She said, look, maybe my timing was off. And then Julia had some smart act, smart ass comment about like, yeah, your timing does seem to be like off pretty, you know, pretty, you know, pretty off or something. I'm like, okay, whatever that means. But, but she's like, look, all right, I understand the timing could be a little bit off, but like I told you as a friend that, cause I thought that was be something important to you, you know? Mm. And, and if it, if she, I feel like if she took that for the literal, you know, strategy that she was accusing Natasha of, of using, wouldn't she have, she, wouldn't she have actually had better body chemistry or like better, like nonverbals performing? Cause you could still tell she wasn't exactly in the best of moods performing out there. No. And like you said, she kept throwing it on Natasha, but it's like, if you were confident in the two of you, wouldn't you just be like, whatever, like and, and at the it's end- time to go out there and do my job, which is perform. At the end of the day, too, it is a competition. So, I mean, all is fair. All, all is fair. Is fair. There's um, nothing against the rules that says you can't be a friend and tell somebody something like and that. And it wasn't friend. Natasha that shook her head definitively, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was her partner. She's not the bad guy. I mean, she used a piece of information. Like, let's say, let's assume the worst and say she decided to save that piece of information for five minutes before she performed. Yep. Like, ooh, okay. Like, but again, playing the game. Yep. Playing the game. And it doesn't seem like it was right before the performance. It just sounds like when they got to the venue. So we'll yeah. have to see uh, Julia and Brandon go home. And uh, that now it's time for four couples. I'm happy. I'm, I'm too. happy they went home. She's a distraction. Yeah. A narcissistic dis- distraction. Mm-hmm. Very talented. Yeah. But. Which, I mean, you have to have some narcissistic ten- tendencies to be a performer, in my opinion. I believe it. You got to think that you're amazing. Look at us. I know. Speaking of narcissistic, I don't, I don't even look at you. I look at my reflection in the window. I don't. You haven't looked at me <laughs> once. Um, speaking of narcissistic, it's now it's our turn to rate this episode on what yes. we think it is. Uh, we each have two stones to give. Naturally, two stones means that it's actually an enjoyable um, episode, and no stones means that an act of castration is preferable to watching this. Um, Alex has his own scale. It's the meaty scale. It's the meaty scale. Uh, I don't know if everyone's catched it, but the last. Eight or so uh, episodes we've done. <laughs> Alex's just, first word meat. is meaty. This episode was meaty. This was meaty. Loved it. This meaty. Me- <laughs> meaty. So we're getting meaty t-shirts. If you want a meaty t-shirt, let us know. We'll send one out to you. Hashtag uh, meaty. Hashtag meaty. Um, Alex, how meaty was this episode for you? Uh, it wasn't like a. It wasn't like a meats pizza. You know, it wasn't like the. But uh, you know, there's there's some, it was pepperoni. It's pepperoni. There's a pepperoni on so, the meaty scale. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I I would give it one. I'm gonna give it one stone. Okay. I would give it two, although it was tough to see some people that I liked go home, and it was tough to see some other people continue to be on the show, and then it got good again once they left. <laughs> so, with that being said. I'm going to give one stone as a solid one stone for me. All right. I'm going to give it one stone too as well. Um, the show's kind of losing me. Yeah. 
it's becoming what I thought it was going to be. Um, I think that the first two episodes exceeded my expectation and now it's becoming very vanilla. Hmm. And the drama that they're trying to create is manufactured. Is manufactured. Yep. Now, Rudy is a legitimate time bomb, so when that goes off, that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm going to give it a one stone. I do like the music. I did not like the songs this episode. Um, I don't know. I just need more I need more c- compelling juice. Like Even they tried to make it compelling where then people just like went in the backyard and watched their, their partners through through binoculars there's um, yeah there's not there's a very limited range to the show there's only so much they can do i mean we've basically seen the same date three times over now yeah hey you're getting together with a producer and gonna make a song together and perform it and you're going downtown out of the hills to go do it like yeah cool like yeah i agree so two stones overall uh that is episode four of the bachelor presents listen to julia uh which and jamie and Jamie, which will change next episode. So uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. And if you haven't yet heard, remember, Claire is seeking bachelors for this next series of The Bachelorette. We actually have an actual recording that we'll play right now. Let me push play. People, we're not joking. We are still looking for someone to date this woman because we can't find anyone. Uh, it, we, it was a COVID issue before, but now it's just, no one wants to be with Lack her. of interest. Uh, she is mouthing off on Twitter. Don't take that as what she's going to do when she's in a relationship with you. Anyway, if you're interested in dating our bachelorette, Claire Crowley, please come to abc.com slash casting. Seventh caller gets 500 bucks. <laughs> you know what? If you just send in an application, we'll give you $10 <laughs> and we'll let you stay in the mansion for one day. How's that? Anyway, we gave the last person that signed up Chris Harrison's sport coat. So <laughs> yeah, he doesn't uh, have the neo coat anymore. He doesn't have the neo coat anymore. For the love of God, please date Claire Crowley. All right, we want to thank our sponsors, and uh, we will catch you uh, next time for a meaty episode of Romancing Our Stones. Uh, yes. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, follow, share, and we'll t- catch you soon. Romancing Our Stones is not sponsored by ABC. ABC has no affiliation with the show. ABC doesn't even listen to the show. So if you think that we want to watch this show and you think that we actually are sponsored by ABC, you're an idiot. It's not true. Don't believe it. Anyway, have a great day. Bye.